0: Yeah, I'm still fucking with you. Still, waters run deep. Still, Snoop Dogg and D-R-E, 9-9, nigga. Guess who's back? Still. Still doing that shit, Andre, Oh, for sure. Yeah. Check me it out. It's still Dre Day, nigga. AK, nigga. Though I've grown a lot, can't keep it home a lot. Cause when I Welcome and you are listening to another episode of the Keep the Change podcast and we've got a very, very interesting and special guest in the studio. I call every guest special, I need to find a new terminology, a new word, but Jeremy Hoskin is sitting across from me from superadvice.co.nz, a man that has probably as much energy as I do, I'd guess, we're about to find out. He's got a lot of knowledge and he does a lot of cool stuff and he's helped some of my clients as well. And I thought it would be good to try and find you when you had some spare time and help the audience understand what you do, Mm -hmm. what you're seeing out there, and what people could potentially or should be thinking about because you speak to thousands of people every year about their individual financial situations as well as speaking to employers to try and take the pressure off what their employees are seeing.
1: That's it. That's it, mate. Thank you. Done. Thank you for having me. <laughs>
0: yeah, mate, any time. So do you want to, just a brief outline of what superadvice.co.nz does for yep. people?
1: Yep. So the name superadvice, this is probably a good thing to start. The business started in Australia in Perth, and it was around giving advice to individuals on their superannuation. So think KiwiSaver, but in Australia, and uh, over in Australia, employers were the people that decided which superannuation, again, think Kiwisaver, their employees should go into? They don't get to decide themselves. Well, they can, but you usually join a new job and then you join that company's super scheme. And so, Super Advice would advise companies on what would be the best fit for them, their people, the industry, and so forth. And so, superannuation advice became Super Advice. And then we came to New Zealand in 2000 and oh, was that 11 and uh, started deploying a similar strategy here. And really what we do, and and, and what our tagline is, if you like, is we teach how the financial system works, and more importantly, how to get ahead in it. And we would think to ourselves, well, how can we get in front of the people that we need to get in front of to help them and show them these things? And so we started partnering with uh, organisations like, for example, Transport Association, or um, uh, an association of companies, or larger companies, or even unions. We started doing some work with unions because a lot of working people belong to unions. Mm. And, uh, a- and then we developed a program on how we could deliver the advice. Uh, it, actually, it actually started because we were working in the group insurance space, and one of our group insurance customers came to us and said, uh, Jeremy, we've got, a, we've got a guy we're really worried about. And they were explaining to me a guy whose colour was different because he was so concerned about his financial situation.
0: Jeez. yeah, and, and that's, uh, that's an employer coming to you basically that you would. And when you say group insurance, so basically the employer is paying for their staff's insurance
1: needs, kind of, is it? Yeah, is that's, you, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so group insurance is an employer offers insurance to all its employees as part of a benefit of working for that organisation. And, you know, we're going to pay you some money, we're going to pay for your life insurance, we might even pay for your medical insurance and things like that. And and this was a transport company, actually, and what we did, just a little sidestep, we we developed a unique insurance product for the transport industry. Truck drivers are finding it hard to get certain types of insurance, so we built one um, with with a company partner's life. They're always keen to look at new and exciting things, and we've been distributing that insurance product through the transport industry through a partnership with the Transport Association. How many times can I say transport? Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> and, uh, and so this product went really well and it was, it was shooting out there and uh, transport companies were keen to get on board and offer their people something because I don't know if you know, there's a real shortage of truck drivers. I've heard that, yeah. And when I first heard that, I was like, oh yeah. But then, unless you've worked with the transport industry, everything in this room has probably arrived here in a truck. Mm. So without trucks, you're a bit screwed. So um, in an environment where there is a shortage of employees, um, everyone's chasing, you know, people move around 50 cents an hour. So if we can offer um, a really nice package as well as a good remuneration and talk to transport companies about that, we want them to stay. But we want to look after them as well. When you do things like this, you start getting uh, a feel that this company gives a shit about me and, and and you know, and maybe I'll stay. And, and I know I'm talking about insurance now, I'll get back to the other thing, but we'll... Um, We'll also make sure that the employee's engaged and their family, so that the family knows that the employer gives a shit about the driver, and therefore the family's saying, "Ah, stay working here, stay working here." So that, so that was that, how that started. And this particular uh, transport business owner, and it was big business. Um, he he got hold of me and said, "I've got this guy, and we we're really worried about him. Um, it's not an insurance thing, but we didn't know who else to talk to. And the bank told us to get stuff. Well, they were like, you know, hands in the air. I don't know." Mm. And um, so I said, okay, we'll just have a yarn, can't, can't hurt. And uh, we went over and saw this chap. And his dilemma was, and it will be similar for a lot of listeners and a lot of guys, and, and, and women too, yeah. I'm sure. But he had split from a relationship a couple of years back. And when you split from a relationship, what most guys do is they need to make themselves potentially attractive for the next one, right? And so he had gone and ticked up. The world The world The world He'd ticked up the new Golf GTI He'd ticked up the, uh, the 4K OLED when they were new He'd just ticked up all of the stuff When I mean ticked up I mean he's borrowed money and he's, yeah. and he's bought things On finance um, On finance And he had They made good money man These guys drove uh, petrol tankers They're like big bombs driving down Missiles driving down the road Yeah And he, um, he had $6 left over after payday Shit. And he made between sort of sixteen hundred and two grand a week. Wow. And the rest was going to pay back his 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 ultra ego that he right. put on tick. Yeah. That, uh, uh, he uh, and this is a this is a bigger a bigger problem. But he was because we live in the world of social media, everyone's curating their life to look as cool as fuck. Mm. You know? Look how rich I am when really it's all debt funded. Um and they're doing it for the good buzz that you get when you people like it and things like that. So He'd done a lot of that and I went and saw him and I didn't really know what we were going to do but I just got his story and uh, he was a funny colour. You could tell he was, man, he was kicking stones, hands in his pockets walking around and uh, and we found out the story about how he'd split up from his wife and his kids and he was on his own and he'd bought all the stuff on credit and he had his six bucks left over and uh, so I thought, right, well, we can look at your debt and so we are able to restructure his debt which gave him some money, we pushed the terms out You know, we spoke to his lenders, and this is what a lot of people don't do. When they get in the shit, they stick their head in the sand. Mm. It's partially due to not knowing what to do, not knowing their way out, but also not knowing where to turn or who to talk to about it. And um, so he'd been sticking his head in the sand. so uh, when you talk to your people that you owe money to, which we did for him, they were able to make some changes. Then we... Went to his KiwiSaver, wrote a long, um, a long letter to the KiwiSaver, and went through the financial hardship withdrawal process, and we got him some cash out of that. We then did you you use that to clear some debt? Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Now we got him on. Like I'm quite firm with these guys when we do this because you can imagine what's going to happen. I, I'll fill up his account with money, and with the wrong idea of what to do with it it's just going to go to the wrong place again and he's going to be in a bigger hole mm. so I was quite firm with him like we, we can do all this but unless you take the steps that we're going to show you here as, and look we were shooting from the hip a little bit as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just don't think that, that you know, you're going to get yourself in the more shit man so um, yeah we re- refinanced the debt we broke open the saver, uh, we told him to sell down some of his assets and then the, one of the big ones is we spoke to his ex-wife Really? Yeah. What she have to say? Uh, she just agreed, really. She was wonderful.
0: Um, did, did he owe her, her money? Child support. Oh, gotcha.
1: Yeah. Three kids. Wow. It was freaking huge. He owed it, you know. You have the kids, you've got to pay for them, right? Mm. I, I don't have a problem with that, but I just went to her and said, look, if you step away from the government support and, and enter into a private arrangement for a period of nine months we, we think would work... And we're going to reduce how much you get. So I'm asking her to have less dough. Wow! So that we can help old mate get some colour back in his face. And um, and she and I, I explained to her like I'm not a doctor or a psychiatrist, but I said this man's in pain. Yeah. And like people are concerned for his welfare, and so she just did it. And she said sure. Um, and then all of a sudden he had 360 bucks a week after all of our mucking around. We did some other things as well. And yeah. And uh, so the employer comes to me and says, mate, Jeremy, that was fantastic. Can you build us a program? Because we want to offer this to everyone. You went, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> How are we going to do that? Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, I did think that. <laughs> but, but not. But, but at the same time, I thought, like, at the same time, right, oh, for fuck's sake, as well as, okay. Yeah, of course, <laughs> course <I can. laughs> yeah, of course I can Yeah, of course I can So so we did And we developed a programme And that was about oh, I'd say that was about six years ago And we've been working on it ever since um, But essentially the programme is designed To have a resource for the employees Who, because like, you're, you're an accountant You've probably mm. got an idea, right? But the man on the street Doesn't know where to turn When they're in the shit financially right. They might go to the You know, might Google financial advisor And see they charge 400 bucks an hour And go, oh Because that's not going to help the man in the, Who's already in the hole No so this worked out really well. I, can, I thought to myself, if we can get employers who have a vested interest in having a happy team, because when you've got a happy team, uh, shit goes well. Mm. When you've got a, a, an, unhapp- an unhappy team and a team hiding unhappiness, shit won't go well because th- they're walking around thinking about something else.
0: Did, did you see recently there was a study done where Kiwis are on average worried and thinking about money in their role when they're supposed to be working 13 hours a month? Yeah. And I'd imagine that that data would be old, yep. so the survey would be old, and the harder it gets, that mm. number's going to increase too. Yeah. And, and I know, like, I used to go to work on a Monday every now and then when I'd had a real stupid weekend and think, you know, it's the first thing that I'm thinking about, I'm thinking, fuck, I'm going to work for free this week because of the mm-hmm. dumb shit I did on the weekend, or yep. or like, oh shit, it's Monday, I've got, you know, X amount of dollars to last me till payday. Yeah. I'd Going to get creative to figure out how I'm going to get to the Thursday, and the first thing I have to do on Thursday is repay some of the debt from <laughs> the Lazy Boy and all the dumb shit that I brought as well. So yeah, man, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a common, common
1: thing. It's super common, and yeah, I have read that, and I, and all those sort of articles catch my eye because mm. we're we're sort of rolling in that space now. But I just have to look back at my own path, just like you gave a little story then. Yeah, man, I got some. You know, like, I, I lived in Australia for thirteen years. And that's loose over there. That's big, that's good times. <laughs> you know, like we used to joke around, we've got to get out of here or kill us. Yeah. And I'm back here. Yeah. And I'm, so al- I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> you escaped. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of fun through your 20s and 30s living in Australia. But I mean... Um, high incomes, easy oh, access. Oh, so to Henry, the, do you know what that is? Oh,
0: I'm, someone told me about this It yesterday. was probably me. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. Someone told me about this term and I hadn't heard it before. It was um, something about high, high income earner... high close, close. High
1: earner... Uh, tell me what it is. Okay, so it's an acronym. Yeah. High earner, not rich yet. I explain this to my 20-year-old son, who's a fuckwit with money at the best of times, <laughs> just like his old man at 28. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and in he goes to me. He messaged me yesterday. He goes, Oh, I'm with my friends. What's that Henry thing again? <laughs> and I, I got the, I got it on my phone. Um, yeah. So I say high income.
0: A high not, earner, high earner not, rich not
1: rich yet. And then I said to him, I carried on typing. I said, imagine the guy that's got heaps of money gets paid, sorry, gets paid a high salary, but he blows the whole lot looking like a rich fucker. And then when that job stops, he's fucked. Mm. Because he hasn't built wealth. Yeah. But he can run a pretty fucking mint looking Instagram account. Instagram party. account party, yeah. you know. Um, make the repayments on all the debt. Yeah, 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 and I mean, back to the financial wellness thing yep. and working with employees. I mean, what we see a lot, and this is the biggest fucking problem, is no one's been taught. But we know that. Yeah. I think everyone knows that now. Uh, I was never really taught about money. Uh, I was good at making it, fucking even better at spending it. <laughs> and uh, you know, like <laughs> I, got, I got out of Australia and I got back to New Zealand, man, and I was because uh, I'd separated from a from a, a marriage over there, and I, I just threw my toys out one day, and you know. Got into a bottle of Jack, uh, Jack Daniels And arrived at Auckland Yeah, oh, I'm home yeah. <laughs> and it, But it was the best thing I ever did And uh, I, I had to sort of rebuild And I was a Henry in Sydney And uh, I, I, um, man, I, made, I made good money over there It was ridiculous actually Not only do they give you good money They give you an MX with no, uh, no limit I worked for the Commonwealth Bank of Australia And it was go out and get people doing business with us Best way to do that is in a fancy restaurant with wine and wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good times. Um, so I had lived it all. I had I had been a Henry. I had uh, grown up with mum. Uh, father died when I was young and live in Levin, and mum worked in the in the supermarket part time with clothes being made for me and things like that. So I've sort of seen it all, really, mm. coming through that and working in the banking system too. You'd have a really good insight to everything. Yeah, and uh, you don't. <sighs> I mean, we need banks, right? Because we're able to do what we do because we can borrow money and buy a house. Yeah. I think that's the fundamental. I think things got a little bit skew with when you could borrow money, you know, it's like the buy now, pay p- later to go buy a box.
0: Yeah, and get your groceries. Yeah.
1: yeah, because you've... And so what, what people end up doing, man, is they get a pay rise. Sure, They carry a lot of consumer debt, like, say, today, and they get a pay rise tomorrow. They'll allocate that extra 50 bucks a week to more debt. It's like, oh, I can make payment for that uh jet ski that I want now. Mm. And they just continuously live uh in that debt spiral. Uh, yeah. I, I got dragged to church when I was younger and I do remember one bit from the Bible that says the um the lender will always be slave sorry, the borrower will always be slave to the lender. Wow. It says that in the Bible. Yeah. Far out That's some, that, and, and not being all religious And nah. fuck on but you the But the
0: lessons have been there For so long for us The
1: lessons have been there Since the beginning of writing yeah. Down It's yeah, so easy shit. Don't live outside your means Yeah Um. Don't uh, You know Don't don't, don't, all you're doing is rob a, robbing future use money. That's mm. how we word it to people because we've got to find a way to take some concepts to deliver to someone who's never really understood them and probably hates them and probably gets a little bit resentful when you talk about money because they haven't got any and they'll, yeah. they'll spit out things like money doesn't make you happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I said, well, that's probably true. Money's the root of all evil. Money's the root of all evil.
0: Then they will also say, I'm not religious. You know, like, that's actually a Bible phrase, and it's misquoted. It's for the love of money is the root of all
1: evil. Yeah, like, that's
0: oh, right. Oh, oh, fucking yeah. Anyway,
1: yeah. Uh. yeah. So that's what we talk about when we yeah. do. You know, when we talk to people, don't um, don't find excuses because all you're doing is giving yourself the excuse not to do what you should be fucking doing, man. Yeah, you know, nice. it's like, oh, I've got my excuse. Yeah. I'm good. Until I am crying again on Sunday morning, wondering what's going on. Yeah, but uh, so, so if I take you back to the employer, that's then like Jeremy. Can you build
0: something at scale to help more of my yep. Uh, employees? Yep. So then you've gone on a journey for the last six years of putting together a program for other people to be able to work through.
1: Mm. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And so what, what does
0: it look like at a high level, yep.
1: loosely? Loosely. Well the first thing you've got to realise is you can't rock into someone, you can't do a pres, deliver a presentation to a team of employees and show them how to be better with money and walk away. It's a waste of time. They yeah. could probably go in there and say yeah give us 10 grand, we're going to do this wonderful presentation, we're going to show them the tricks. Um, but, but that doesn't work. So we do do that though. What we want to do is we want to get in front of people but we don't want to teach them how to be good with money, we just want to introduce ourselves, show, show them what sort of people we are. Who you're dealing with? Do you want to listen to what we've got to say over the next couple of years or so? Yeah, we can't. You can't teach people. You can't change people that quickly. No. So, so that's that's initially. Uh, and then what would would we look to do is we um, we create a portal or, or, or a um, a login portal, company branded, where the employees can log in and they have access to all sorts of tips and tricks on uh, the platform, if you like on how to be better with money um, and how to get through to us. Uh, every employee in this program has access to us at any time within Business House. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, it's all funded for by the employer and the, f- the employee can bring their families in. In fact, we encourage it. You know, if oh. you've got two people in a relationship, you can't just teach one. Mm. You've got to teach them both. Um, and, and so And then what we do is we create regular content, uh, weekly, and that gets pushed out to each employee, and we're just talking about really simple things in, uh, in a really easy to digest and understandable, non-threatening or intimidating way. Fuck, that was a mouthful. Yeah, well done. And I just blew it out there right then, just made it up. <laughs> uh, we, we have to snip that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so we just create content, and we send it out, and we invite the employees to come to us when they're ready. Now what happens is usually about 10% want to make a change right away and they'll start coming through to us and they'll engage us and we'll start working with them. And then they will go back and perhaps talk in the office about how, uh, oh, I didn't realise. Oh, this is happening. Oh, I've got this and I've never had that. Which encourages more engagement and more engagement. And so we just keep the content going out. It could be, what is a share? What does investing actually mean? You know, is KiwiSaver a scam? Mm. Uh, all the sort of things—not like um, you know, like just little bits at a time. All of our content's only three minutes long. Yeah, so they're yeah. little bite-sized pieces of video, for instance, as well. In yeah. Reading. yeah, yeah. So the content goes out in both written, or you can click on the and watch the video if you wish. Yeah, it's got me talking into a microphone, um, in a t-shirt. Because nice. we want to be approachable, we don't want to be intimidating.
0: In a suit and, and no, yeah,
1: no, yeah. no, no pinstripes. You know, <laughs> well, one thing I realised when I started getting into the financial services industry is that a lot of there's a lot of complicated terms and talk and so forth, and I often wonder if it's designed to so that I can charge you more. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's not hard mm. just to set people in the right direction. A lady said something to me this week, and I wrote
0: it down, and it really stuck with me. And she said to me, um, I'm already insecure about my money, so I don't want to be made to feel like I'm stupid. So I want content Boom. that's going to empower me. Yep. And then she spoke for another 15 minutes, and I didn't hear a single word because I was fixated on what she, mm. like the light bulb. Mm. I thought, wow, you know, that's so interesting that someone will actually articulate that and be honest. Yeah. But I think for a lot of people, they do have some insecurity about money, so they don't want to hear it from someone that's already, you know, got 20 million in the bank or whatever no. and using all these terms and bonds this and, and they're like, oh my God, like,
1: I'm fucking the consumer debt that yeah. I need to sort out oh, first. I'm such a retard. I'm not even going to embarrass myself, man, to talk to this person because they will know I don't know anything. Yeah. I'm intimidated. I'm not going to do it.
0: And they're instantly putting their brain and themselves on the back foot yeah. that they're not, you know, and this lady said, I want to be empowered yeah. with information.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we built a program, right? So if someone wants to engage in the program, <laughs> it's really simple stuff. You know, First of all, what we do as part of the financial wellness program is that when we onboard everyone, they get sent an email, an automated email with a, a survey questionnaire on it and we know that people don't, like, like for me, right, if I see something with... You know, like an insurance company with say, Jeremy, you know, thanks for doing the business, can you do this quick survey, should take you about 15 minutes. Delete. God. Gone. Yeah. No way, man. So <laughs> I send a questionnaire out with seven questions, and they're designed a certain way uh, so that um, you either, you know, you either, do you agree with the statement, you know those questions? Do you agree okay. with the somewhat, or totally, or not at all, or, you know, yep. and so it gives a score. And if we, so we give a financial wellness score. So... You come on board with the financial wellness program as an employer. You get your own dashboard in real time. We send out an onboarding email welcoming everyone with a pack. Um, and we ask them to do the questionnaire. And now we've got a baseline, financial literacy baseline, sorry. Yep. Um,
0: rating uh, is a rating, total score. Yeah, yeah,
1: and not individual because we'll only share the total score yeah. with an employer, privacy and all that sort of stuff. So you got a total
0: score for across
1: the, the all their employees. Yep. Across the whole organisation And they get a total wellness score needle on their dashboard And our job is to move the needle in the right direction you know, like I was sitting down with some guys yesterday And having a chat to them And they're young guys, sort of in between 25 and 35 You know, one of them brought their wife in It was a good yarn and we're not. We try very hard not to be intimidating because yeah. people, what they end up doing is just agreeing with you mm. and nodding, like I'm doing now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they fucking haven't got a clue what you're talking about. <laughs> Too embarrassed to admit it. I understand that. I've done that before. Yeah, and <laughs> <haven't> we all. <laughs> yeah. So they. So they. Yeah. So I make sure. And you know, like I said to them, you know, I've, I'm wearing a t-shirt now, right? It's it financial
0: of, attitude for those listening.
1: Yeah, <laughs> financial attitude. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. So dot Nz. Yep. Yeah, so we've got a series. So when you're on board with the financial wellness program in your pack, you get a you get the opportunity to choose your own t shirt. So yeah. yeah, so financial attitudes one of them. Uh, we've got a, a number of different names, you know, like, and we've just got another one made up. And so we've got a merch shop. They go and choose their own one. They get vouchers and all that's all free, It's all included in the package. Uh, and the reason we do that is because engagement is our biggest challenge. Yeah, you know, we, I want people to be walking around going. And people, oh, what's that T-shirt? Oh, yeah, we got this thing at work. Shit, I should make a meeting with those guys. And yeah, nice. Because ultimately, it, you want people to get to the point where
0: they feel confident enough to get on the Zoom call with yeah. you or someone in the team yeah. and go, like, please help me sort my shit out. Please or help please, me sort yeah, my shit please, out, or, or even just please help me maximize what I've got going on.
1: Yeah, and do you know the best way I find when I'm standing up and talking to the the employees, uh, I don't know if it's you know. Fucking corporate PC or anything But I'll just tell a story about me mm. I have been if, if you're worried about money I've been you I've totally been you And the latest t-shirt That we've got up on our merch site Says get rich slow Yeah Because that's not sexy right Getting no. rich slow Nah Not, not right. at all But it works 100% Yeah well I
0: mean <laughs> it seems to have been How everyone else has done it That does get rich It takes time by adding value And yeah. doing it over time yeah. yeah
1: So I'm sitting down with these folks yesterday And I said to them, They're looking at me right And I'm like Have you ever noticed that the seconds and then the minutes and the hours and fuck the days and the weeks and the years, they just keep rolling by? And they're like, yep. I said, well, you've got a financial score of this. If it goes up one point in a year, that's really good. Mm. And if it goes up another, if it goes up five points after that, I said, you've got enough time. I said, even if we'd started an investment today, uh, you've got 40 years until retirement. That can compound. To a fucking huge pile of money Yeah So what I'm trying to do Is I'm just trying to visualise a goal at the end Because what people do With house ownership This is what people do in Auckland Oh I'm in Auckland I'm never going to fucking own a house I said, Stop giving up so easy I said the time keeps going by um, you, This is your trajectory now right And I'm just putting my arm out in a straight line here I said if you get to the start And just move at one degree Your is over here now so we can make some changes today. If I can make you confident, man, that there's a picture that you can actually move towards, let's move towards. Because I bet you all you guys, you know, if I'm doing a group scenario, I bet you all you guys will go like, oh it's never gonna happen. Fuck it, let's go get a box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they give up. So part of it's around one, I've done it, I've been you. Two, get rich slow works. Yeah. Yep. Um, obtain financial freedom. Now, this is what we have to be quite clear on. Financial freedom is not a Mark Zuckerberg billionaire. No. It's just not. It's just having no financial worries. I've got no worries. And that's what you want in life. You almost unlock a new super fucking you if you've got no worries. Yeah. Because if you have worries, it'll be taking a lot of your energy.
0: Being there. Yeah. <laughs> Being there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You've got to, you know, and, and you, then
0: you can't focus on the, the good stuff. Nah. Well, Proactive stuff.
1: No, nah, because now with those employees that we talked about earlier that have come to work, or even if it's our own businesses or whatever, I've got open loops everywhere, man, and I'd, oh, I can't even concentrate.
0: Can you explain that? Because So open loops, what's an open loop?
1: Oh, okay. Um, what, what people tend to do is uh, they if they have tasks or obligations in their life that they know they should do but haven't done yet, it's an open loop. And for example, you know, oh God, I've got to organise the travel insurance for my trip to New York, I haven't done that. Oh God, I've got to get back to my insurance guy. Oh, that's right, this is coming due. Oh gosh, I had to do that assignment at work, I've only half done it. They're all open loops. Mm. If you've got too many open loops, you will be paralysed, you'll be fucked. So you've got to close your loops. Now, you don't have to close them all. What we've learned is that if you just take, do a little bit of action on each open loop, it feels like you've closed it for the day you can now move forward. Mm. So, you know, if you heard this, like anxiety is worrying about a future that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Depression is worrying about a past that's already been. Live in the now. And that's the same concept as the open loops. So, um, you know, like people are starting to say it now. A lot of our customers now, and, and and people that I'm talking to, you know, even my son said to me, oh, I've closed a few loops today. I'm feeling great, Dad how good yeah, yeah yeah so it's just like little tricks and another thing I'll say I'm going off topic everywhere but it's important I love talking um, I talk for a living like <laughs> uh, so another thing um, you can do is let's say you've got a, a you're working on an opportunity the opportunity takes at least ten steps that you have to successfully navigate before you close or successfully achieve whatever this thing is um, don't bank the win up here when you've Closed it. Bank every little centimeter of forward momentum. Bank it. Like I will go. And, like I've worked on deals that have taken three years. Wow. We did, we took three years for one deal, but then we ended up insuring fifteen thousand people in one hit. Bang, boom, and we helped fifteen thousand people that didn't even have any insurance, and we organised for their employers to pay for it. How good. So, I that took three years. But if I had kept focusing on the end goal, I never would have got there. I had to bank every foot like, oh, I got hold of them today. they came keen to have a meeting in a fortnight or at least try and organise one in a fortnight. Bank the win. Yeah, victory. Victory, pushing yeah. forward. So I think a lot of people do that in, in different ways. But when you're noticing you're doing it, when you're banking wins, you're winning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Win, win yeah, 100% I write down every day three things I'm grateful for and often it will be new lead yeah. or um, even, even um, client left. Yeah. I'm like, you know. Now yeah. I'm, I instead of getting upset about it, I'll, I'll celebrate it, and I'm like, "What was the lesson there?" Absolutely, and, and all be like, "What it's become is clients left, and my financial future, or my my identity, or what I think about myself hasn't changed." Yeah, and that's that's the win, not yeah. like, "Fuck, lost a client. Oh my god, what are we gonna do now?" Mm. Um, and go why and am I so ticket. shit? Yeah, and then I'll <laughs> go, "Okay, what did I do today to get a new client?" Yep. Uh, and and it might be, bang, you know, the content's working well or something like that, and so, yeah, I, I practice that, and why I asked about the open loop pieces because I don't know where I but I saw this recently too about closing loops, and so, mm. and often for me, it'll be, I'll get up in the morning, we might have put the dishwasher on the night before. That'll be the first thing that I'll do as I'm making something to eat and having a coffee before I'll start some work because I'm like, once I know that, that like, that's an open loop for me because I know that I'll do that at some stage, so I'm mm. like, well, I might as well just Get that closed out straight yep. away, and that starts my morning yep. by going bang. Like I've already closed one straight away. Yep. yep. And, and then it might be, it might later on that day turns into closing a client. But because I'm doing yep. it consistently, that's I'm it. not at two p.m. getting a, a reminder being like "fuck, I didn't do the dishwasher this morning." Yeah, it's gone from my brain. Yeah, yeah so I right. dealt with it. Yeah, you've,
1: you've closed it. You've closed that loop, and it's like I don't know. You might, have, you've probably seen this when the head of the United States Special Forces does delivers a speech to the graduates of the University of Texas. And he was a Navy SEAL in like the 70s or 80s or something like that. And um, it's about making your bed. Yeah. And he goes, uh, and that's that's essentially closing a loop. He said the first thing you should do in your day is make your bed and make it nice. Because if you can't do the little things right, how can you do the big things right? And that's And so I sort of Yeah I've t- taken that mentality In fact when the boys were young I sat them down In front of the TV Gosh I think they were only Like eight and six And I made them watch it A beer went Right over their heads Nice <laughs> I like it. That's the sort of dad I'm (laughs) going to be.
0: You sit down and you watch this. Yeah, watch this. Dad, we want to watch this. No, you're not. You're fucking watching this three times and you're telling me what the summary of it is. (laughs) They'll probably leave home at 14. Yeah. Uh, um, Okay, cool. So we're building out, you're building out content, you're getting people, so then people are, are, tuning in via a, an online call, for instance, or having a meeting and you guys that's are right. then discussing their financial future or that's the small right. tweaks that they can make to change the trajectory of their life and where they're going.
1: Yeah, that's right. So we we want them to come to us and go, okay, what do I got to do? Mm. You know, because some people won't come to you because they're not even sure how to start the, the conversation with you. So it's easy just not to do it. So, so we invite people just to, um, you know, like just come and ask a silly question. That'll do. And 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 every time they're engaged, not once has someone get not for me, not once. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, once they come, so they get the onboarding, they get the T-shirt option, they get the portal, they get the the tips and tricks within the portal, and then they get the the regular content. And we're encouraging them in every piece of content. Come and talk to us. Come and talk to us. Just come and have a five-minute yarn if you want. Give us a call. Drop us a text. Whatever. Um, and, and once we find out Because we need We're not just going to start talking to you About how to change your life I'd like you to um, You know Verbal diarrhoea onto the table In front of me What your drama is What your issue is Where you think you need to help What do you think your problem is You know we'll say things like Sit on the end of your bed tonight Alone in your bedroom And say out loud What am I doing wrong That I know I'm doing wrong In life in general Not just money And I should stop it. And you will know. You'll yeah. even be too scared to say it out loud, probably. But you'll know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's a good place to start. But we have a program. So we let people talk. I want to know what their problem is. And I can tell you that 99% of the things that are the problems, people that are in problems. Because what happens is the people that are in the bottom of the well come to you first. They talk about the wonderful experience and the new things they're trying and new strategies and, oh, it's so much clearer now. I didn't think about it that way. And then the people that may be okay-ish want to be better and it sort of goes like that. But we eventually put them all into the same program. And the program just really asks them to, like, you, you can never even get ahead unless you do step one, which is you've got to have an understanding of how money moves around in your house. you got to. Mm. you know, Like, you're in business. If you're in business and money's coming in, but you're not sure, you know. You're not sure how much is coming in. You're not sure how much is going out. And you're an accountant as well, well right? Mm. Like it's
0: not going to go well, is it? Yeah. I, I try and use the analogy of for business owners, treat this understanding cash through your business, which is no different to your your personal um, yep. cash, like you do your petrol indicator in mm. your car. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you wouldn't go for a drive. You wouldn't try and go from Auckland to Taupo with no gas in the tank. No. You would know that's not going to work. Yeah. But yep. And so then you take actions to ensure that you can get there. But we yeah. don't do it with our personal finances. It's, no. it's as simple as that, to get yeah. started. That's awesome. And we've learnt it with petrol in a car, but somehow we haven't learnt it with money in an account being matched with yeah. all the things that it's then allocated to. Yeah. You know, those
1: kilometres that it chews up of the gas being the cash. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I mean, I do it the same with my, make sure my guts doesn't get too fucking fat. <laughs> yeah. I budget calories. Nice Because I know that if I eat so many calories a day I should stay about the same If I, def- if I go slightly less, I should shrink If I eat more, I'm going to turn into a fat bastard Yeah And so budgeting money And if you can budget calories the same way Because we start teaching people this, you know um, You can be both fit and rich <laughs> It is possible. (laughs) It is possible. But yeah, so we, you know, like like one of the hacks we give to people, and I don't know if, you know, like you might not agree with this being an actual proper money man as a a chartered accountant, but I say to people, get rid of that fucking FPOS card. And when we're going through a budget and we're organising a budget for you, so we've got money in, money out, uh, one of the money outs is going to be uh, your cash distributions for the week. And then you don't use your ATM card anymore. Yeah, You know like Little things like Automate all your finances Carry cash And the reason I say Carry cash Is that when the FPOS cards came out and I don't know if it was Deliberate from the banks But it's fucking good mm. uh, It changed the nature Of a transaction Now Since we had hair All over our bodies And swung from the trees A transaction Is an exchange Where I give you something You give me something back It's always been that way Since we were You know uh, A long long time ago Yeah And uh now, I go buy something, um, I get my, I don't know, my bottle of wine, uh, I then pull out my yellow ASB card with a chip in it, and I go, beep, and I put the card back in my pocket. And I take my, I've exchanged nothing. What happens is your you, you, your brain's not actually registering the transaction. You beep, 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 beep all over the show. And I, so many people I spoke to, I said, do you just beep, 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 and then at a certain time of the week you start worrying that it might go, ba-ba, mm. broke didn't work and they all go yeah I say well if you take out you know you need to figure out how much you want remember the whole purpose of this is to create a surplus every week that's all we're trying to do we want to build up stack stack up cash behind people Um, so I said if you carry cash you will exchange a note for an item or coins for an item you might get some change back Um, but you'll also be able to see visually every time you go into your wallet what's left. you know, And you might make a decision, oh, maybe I won't because I'm 10 minutes from home and maybe I'll just go make a sandwich rather than buy this pie. Mm. And so it changes the way people start looking at their money because it's visible. So when we say we want people to understand and have visibility over how money moves in their household, it's a really good way to do it. And it's your fun Back money. Back to basics. Back to basics. It's fun money, right? So, this is if you go and have a beer with the boys. This is what you you know. You buy your pie at Friday or on Friday lunchtime or whatever. That's a coffee. That's that money. All your other money is automated. Money in, money out, automated. This is my cash. And if I can just stick to that, mm. it will grow. We want to create surpluses for people. Then we extinguish death with a, a t- death. We'd <laughs> love to extinguish death. <laughs> It'd be great. We, we extinguish debt. Yeah Get rid of people's debt, we help them with that. Uh, and then all of a sudden now they've got no debt. they're wicked at budgeting. They've got an awesome understanding of how money moves around in the household, because they had to. They've become a little bit tighter. I train people in the art of saying no, so don't fucking say yes all the time. You can't afford it, man. Look in the mirror. I'm broke. <laughs> yeah, not forever. I just want you to be real broke for a little while. yeah. And uh, yeah, then we get rid of all the debt. So now all the money that was get allocated to debt, um, we then um, build up uh, emergency money for them. And then once we've got a fair enough emergency fund, three to six months of their expenses, which they now know because they've done a budget. Mm. And then we start investing for them. And then we start investing and protecting their assets with insurances and um, investing their dough uh, and teaching them how to invest, which is really just teaching someone to be patient and, and really just teaching someone how to be calm when you feel like it's all going to shit. Yeah, That's it, really. It's
0: such a huge transition from that person who's got consumer debt to then which is, is basically no delay gratification. Yep. Take as much shit up as you can and don't worry about it. You can pay it off in the future. Yep. To then the far end of the other spectrum is basically you don't use any of those products anymore. You've tidied it up. Now you've got to learn the art of investing and delaying gratification. Roger that. Now you I'm, can't go from one end to the other end real quick, can no, you?
1: Gotta get rich slow, man.
0: Mm. And <laughs> but you've also got to like become that person. Like I've learned. You because learn. you know, say someone just comes along and goes I'll tell you what, um, you've got 20 grand worth of consumer debt and stuff and you've got no investments, I'm going to give you 40K and you're going to be able to clear all your debt and you're going to be able to invest that 20 grand. I bet that that person, if that happened in a 10-minute in a window, would go back to yep 40 grand worth of um, consumer debt because yep. they, they haven't learned how to become the new version of the self that they actually need to be.
1: You nailed it because we've done this so often. The KiwiSaver has tightened up how easily they will release... Financial hardship money out of the Kiwisaver for people. It used to, it used to be a lot easier, and we would see that all the time. I told you about the firm conversations I have to have. Yeah, we would, we would get people out of trouble. They would pay their credit cards off, but not close them, and then just stick it all back up again. Mm, yeah, I think I've done that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. all done that. Yeah. I, I, I'd know. be like, oh, I don't use. It. I'll just, I'm just going to leave it there, just in case. Yeah. The, yeah, the 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 Q card or something. No, no right. you've got no limit on it. Then you know, I'd have to have, and it took me so long to have a realistic conversation Being like, dude, mm. you fucking, you don't need that anymore So mm-hmm. get rid of the backstop yeah. Like actually step into being the person that doesn't need that as a backstop
1: Yeah, have your own money there Yeah Have your own money I mean, like I say it all the time All you're doing is spending future use money You know um, like people are, pay, people, are, people are carrying the weight of the decisions they made five years ago And the thing they brought is fucking long gone yeah. And they sold it for half the price they bought it. And, and still only, paying it off. And still paying it off. And it was only two months into it, and it was, thought, it was like with cars, right? I thought, God, I love that car, but I'm always just on the inside.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'd imagine you're getting busier and busier at the moment because the economy is going into one of those places where it's getting harder. People are becoming more uh, in tune with their finances. What are you seeing when you go and meet with these new employers that are saying, Jeremy, come and, come and help me out. I, I can't do this. I can't lead this. I need you to help me.
1: Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. So, if we're working for a blue, co- if we're working for a blue collar business, um, we notice employers will start um, getting tap on the shoulder from employees. Can I get a loan? Uh. Can I borrow money? I need a pay rise. Otherwise, I've got to go. Can I get paid in advance? Can I get paid in advance? Can I spend on my holidays?
0: Yeah, I see that. Too. Can I cash in my holidays, Can I cash my in leave? my
1: holidays? Yeah, and. You know, I've had so many conversations with men in their mid to late fifties who have never been showed any of this, shown any of this, and they will be. Um, it's always the same thing. I've got no money, bro. Help me with my money. Help me. Okay. Well, let's find out what's going on. I get fifteen hundred bucks a week. Okay, good. My rent's four hundred. Okay, got to leave hundred left. Groceries are a hundred. Oh. You're not eating much, yeah. uh, um, you know. Uh, and then there's the rest of my bills. Yeah, th- th- I swear to God, man, this is every time. And I'm like, Oh, what are the rest of the bills?" Well, there's my payments for my Harley. Yeah. And there's my payments for my Ford Ranger, or my payments for my boat, or my payments for my Toyota Hilux. No shit. It is always a Ute, a Harley, or a boat. It is those three all the time. Now, and they they look at me and they're like, "Don't take my boat, man." I said, well, I'm going to take anything. <laughs> I said, I'll, I'll just talk to you about it, though. I said, uh, the finance company's going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they will, you know. <laughs> yeah. And Sorry, yeah, no, that, no, you're right. You're right. We just, you know, we just want to help these people. Yeah. And um, I say, okay, your boat. You like fishing, obviously. Yeah. Or just sitting out there on the ocean, contemplating life. And that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's winter. All right. How often? How often do you take the boat out of winter? I'm like, oh, winter, mm, twice. I'm like, okay. So let's look at these repayments. Oh look it costs four and a half grand every time you take your boat out. Oh fuck bro, I never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I'm not gonna take your boat away. I'm not gonna take your Harley away. But when you're on your Harley, right, you're riding a Harley because you like the way you look when you ride the Harley. It's okay. I like the way I look on a Harley too, man. And um and they're like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, but the thrill of riding, you can actually do it on a Suzuki. Yeah. For a while. We can make some changes, get rid of all that debt, I can help you save it put it in the right place and then we're going to go buy a Harley with our own money and have no repayments. And so we'll help them do that. Nice. Yeah. But that's what we're seeing a lot of from from all of the employers. Uh, it's just being hit up for money. Um, because,
0: because people have ticked up heaps of shit, yeah. basically.
1: Yeah. Heaps of things that are going to make them happier. That's right. Yeah, they think. They think. So Consumer Credit has screwed us. Mm. It's a big bubble, I reckon. It's yeah. coming. And the, the day is coming. Um, but, and with the with the white collar... You know, they pick up a lot of this if they have honest exit interviews. So they sort of a bit more sophisticated. They have the exit interviews with their employees that might be moving to another corporate, and <laughs> it's for money. Everyone's always moving for money. Yeah. Not always, but... Mostly. Mostly, mm. yeah. And I understand that. Yeah. I mean, everyone has their own lives so that they've got to keep in order. Mm. Yeah. So but if we can give people the tools to stay...
0: Gotcha. So, yeah, so
1: employers, we, we, we try and position it as a retention tool. Yep. for employers, um, for delivering a feeling of that employer of choice, an employer that cares. Um, yeah, it's just offering a resource to help their people get ahead because everyone knows a team of happy employees is a good team. Yeah. A team of unhappy employees is hard work. Well, why do you think psychologically we go and tick up
0: all this shit from, from your experience in this space? Yep. You know, why are we going and getting a Ford Ranger or... Harley or a boat or, or even just the, the
1: the way fancier screen for the wall yeah. than we really need? Like, what's that all about? I don't know if people that I'm directly dealing with agree with me here, but people just, everyone wants to go to work in the morning and come back better. Everyone wants to be slightly better every year. And how can you show that you are? How can you, you want to show, a lot of people want to show the world that they're doing all right. Mm. Credit has allowed people To present a fake image Of uh, prosperity and success I think that's what it is I think people um, I think in in the modern world It's very easy for people To watch you Travel through life And People feel the pressure Of everyone watching me Be a fucking loser So I can do something about it By ticking up some shit People want to Some people feel Like they're owed I've worked all my life I'm owed this. I should owe it to myself. I deserve it. I deserve it. Yeah, Yeah, well, you you, you really deserve it if you put the money away and save it and buy it. Mm. Um, Consumer credit has allowed people, you said it, delayed gratification. What we say is anything in life worth having has difficulty and hardship at the beginning and the reward at the end. You look... Going to getting up early and going to the gym every day or after work every day, The, the, the reward that's hard, but the reward is fitness and looking pretty good. Your uh, education. Yeah, I want to yep. fuck around and study. I don't like it when I'm studying it, but I love it when I pass, so study for gratification. At the other end of the scale, you've got things that can give you instant gratification. The classic one, of course, is, is credit. So I can have the item now, and then I've got to pay for it later. Or I can drink heaps of piss now, and I've got to fucking pay for it later. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. I saw something recently in this, I'd never seen
0: this, and I thought, wow, this is, I wish more people could learn this, and it was basically, when you go and tick stuff up, and you go, and you go on social media, even if you're not ticking it up, and you go and put up all the stuff that you've got, yep, you're going to get views, and people are going to engage with that, and that's why people will use in their marketing, them doing a video in front of the Lambo, on the boat, on the jet ski, in the middle of the day, like whatever it is, right? The thing is that people don't give a fuck about you in that video. They actually want the things that you have. Mm. They're not like, wow, that person's, you know, amazing. I'd love to be more like them. They're basically just like, I want the things that they've got. Mm. But we, I think, get lured into a false sense of thinking, oh, yeah, I'm cool, I'm important, I'm doing well because people are engaging with me because they – know they see what I'm doing, but really they don't give two shits about the person. They care about the things on the mm. periphery around that because they're thinking, well, I would love to have those. I would love to have that dress. I would love to have those glasses. I would love to have a jet ski. I would love to have a house that looks like that. It's nothing about like, oh, I'd love to spend heaps of time with them to figure out how they did it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you know, what what sort of uh, what sort of person they are. No, that's right. Oh, and and there's a few. There's probably a few out there that are just using, you know, the, the bling to attract someone to buy their way and to get rich quick. Yeah. You know, like you've, you'll have businesses or, or entrepreneurs that will go, man, look how I did it. I did it in two and a half years, boy, yeah. you know, by trading. Yeah, yeah. You know, buy my, buy my $5,000 course off me. <laughs> I had a flatmate in Melbourne once that came home and he went to a seminar. And he'd spent, he'd borrowed, he'd been because they they turn up. You buy a, buy our a program. Oh yeah. look, we've got a credit facility here, so it's no problem. Five grand for a CD. Sheesh. Mm. Yeah. No but, one, no one burst his bubble. <laughs> five grand was a lot of money back then. Yeah. Did, but I was did, thinking, fuck. Did he take all the lessons and take the action off of the CD? Of course not. No Lamborghini yeah. at <laughs> the moment, and we're fifteen years later.
0: I did this <laughs> once, but I was. Um, I went and brought a course to figure out how to use how to build an Amazon business. Oh yeah! And the presentation and the sales pitch was outstanding. And I'm like, "Fuck you, yeah, I could do this. This looks pretty easy." Yeah. And then I logged in and was like, "Oh my god, this is like this is literally a 60 hour a week job." And I'm oh. like, "This ain't a good focus of my time." I'm <laughs> like, "Fuck it, there goes uh, my." I went halves of a mate, and I was like, "Mate, I'm I'm writing mine off, man. Like I'm not even gonna try yeah. and pretend that I can do this. I don't have the time for this." God bless the people that are playing in the Amazon space. Well done, good on them. This ain't a good use of my time. So I was mature enough to realize, yeah. shit, this is not. Uh, yeah, yeah. But but the outside of how easy it seemed made me think, man, seems like a couple hours a day. I could find a couple hours a day. I'll, yeah, I'll, and and it probably could once you build the base. Yeah, I, was like, I need to. My energy building a base needs to be back over here building out my accounting practice that I knew was going to work. It was yeah. boring.
1: Yep. And less sexy And less shiny object But yep. it was the right thing to do And it looks like It's going well for you <laughs> Yeah thanks mate <laughs> <laughs> uh, No you're right And and that's right and and But like you said earlier I mean The universe Taught you a good lesson Yeah exactly With that experience
0: Yeah and it cost me money too And I had to be like Okay I probably should have Known better Than, yeah. to, than to go in through that, that I wouldn't say it's a trap Because it's very genuine And people then went on To, to use that education But I knew mm. that I couldn't actually be That person mm. Um Mate, I wanted to ask, are you helping businesses all over New Zealand?
1: Yeah. Yep. yep. So we've got – the the program is designed to be deployed across the country. So uh, we take our meetings via uh, virtual, like a Zoom meeting. Um, the content gets sent out everywhere, um, and anyone can contact us at any time within business hours. Nice. You can email us because we'll get back to you in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right across, right across the country. Now we were forced. At, there was a time a couple of years ago when I was put in front of a, put in front of a um a national business with about 600 staff, and the CEO said to me, she said, you know, I like what you're doing here, and you've come recommended by one of our board members. There's a buck coming. <laughs> yeah. But I just need you to convince me. This is pr- before the meeting. We had a chat before I went and presented to it. Went and pitched. I just need you to present to me a way that I'm going to be confident that you can reach the country with your team to all of our people. And so that's when we actually pivoted slightly and pushed it into a content delivery style business Yeah, where we're just going to keep giving, just keep chipping away at people's psyches with, their, with the content, with the ideas, uh, and encourage them through engagement with the shirts and, mm. the, and, and so forth to come to us. Yeah. And, and it makes sense so, so, that, so I pitch that And she's like Love it That's pretty cool eh? That person's
0: changed Your trajectory Effectively a little bit Right by going Jeremy I'm going to Need you to think bigger Yes And prove it And then you're like As you do Yeah okay <laughs> <Here's> <laughs> No problem. problem
1: Yeah And, and then yeah, Once again I'm in the Shower going How are we going to Do this Yeah We've <laughs> yeah. to figure This out real quick yeah, my, yeah. In my thinking place Nice <laughs> So
0: Mostly The employer Is paying 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, and they're using it or hoping that it's going to be, you know, increasing productivity in their workplace, increasing retention, and just they give a shit about their staff. So they want to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, cool and
1: employer, happy staff, productivity mm. equals productivity up.
0: I think we've spoken about this before, and I talk about it every now and then, but I can see what's happening. And it was when I first got into my career and stuff, it was, um, you know, that your, your employer should be encouraging you to look after your physical health. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, fruit bowl. Yeah, and then it was, um, oh, then we need to be encouraging, the employer needs to take some responsibility of mental health as well. Mm. And now I've, I spotted this about two years ago, I was like, fuck, it's going to become financial health too, which I don't necessarily entirely agree with because the more individually that we delegate out our expectation that, we don't have to take responsibility for those three things. We can always, as we spoke about earlier, fall back on an excuse. Well, my employer never gave me that. My employer doesn't pay for our gym membership. Yeah. My employer didn't teach me about uh, meditating. Mm. Uh, my employer didn't let me have that sick day off to go and explore my mental health. They don't give me mental health days or they didn't teach me about budgeting and mm. those sorts of things. So I don't. I don't want people to have more and more reasons to feel like they can't Achieve or they can't get better In any of those three areas Because mm. all we know is that After financial literacy Like what comes
1: after that Are we going to have like a
0: Debt recovery fucking literacy That employers to be
1: responsible It's, it's yeah. going to be interesting to know, see What the fourth thing is I know what you're saying um, I 100% agree It is not the responsibility at all mm. For an employer To make sure that their employees Are mentally strong Are financially capable And are healthy It's not It's not But The ones that do Stand out from the crowd Yeah It's as simple as that Yeah It is like It's a partnership eh It's a partnership man Employer-employee Yeah I We walk the We walk the Talk At Super Advice Um, Our team have All their insurances Paid Have their insurances Paid for Not all all, Yeah They have their insurances Paid for If they can't come to work They get some dough They get looked after that way um, we they have access to financial wellness, but they all apparently yeah. know their shit anyway. <laughs> um, they, uh, I give, I give the team um, uh, every birthday. We uh, send them and their husbands to uh, fancy hotels for a night just oh. to say thank you. Uh, I feel like I work for them because I was an employee for a long, long time before I became an employer, mm. and I can remember every little fucking thing. That I thought, fuck you, to yeah. my employers, and I was adamant that I was going to create a space where it is a partnership. So I feel like I work for them. Nice. So I say to people that want to come and work for Super Advice, it's not a job. If I get the feeling that you want a job because you want some more money, it's not the right place for you. We we foster careers and opportunities here. Uh, so if you want to join us on a journey, <laughs> look at me on my soapbox yeah. to change the fucking world. <laughs> 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 um, that's what I'm looking for. And yeah. look, I am biased towards employing mums. Yeah. Do you know why? Because generally mums are good. Right? Mine was. I'm sure yours was. Yep. Definitely. Uh, yeah. And I got two, very lucky. Oh, you yeah. are lucky. Yeah, cool. So you got last like, seen that, eh? The mum and a bonus mum. <laughs> <in> a <laughs> and um you know, what I've found from dealing with loads and loads of mums that love their families and their kids is that they have the quality that I'm looking for. It's conscientiousness. Mm. I want someone that can do a fucking primo job and no one notices, but they don't give a shit because they have to do a good job for themselves. And so when we get the right people in there, and, uh, because these people are very good at nurturing and being understanding and talking to the people that we want to help at the same time. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Do you think that women
0: and maybe even mums have a bit of knack at having a little bit of that emph- empathy and sort of mm-hmm. um, fostering those early conversations compared to you know you, you don't want a dude you know say like myself if I just rolled him it's like well fucking sort your fucking key we saver out mate and bloody you know what are you doing buying that over there mm. people aren't going to relate to that right and no. it, I mean I'm smart enough to know that that doesn't work uh, yep. when you're one on one trying to get things out of people but yeah I mean. I know that when I've had to go to the doctors or the hospital, for instance, when it's uh, a female nurse yep. uh, or doctor, I have this ease of like, oh man, wicked! They're going to yeah. be so gentle and, and look after me yeah. and whack this needle in my arm, and it's <laughs> going to be sweet. And I don't know if it's like a bias or something, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd imagine that people then respond pretty well to
1: hundred percent that level of understanding. It works really, really well, and you know, like I can listen to I can listen to them say you know things like um you know you you know you're not to 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 an employee that's come from a customer it's like you know you don't this is you're not obligated to do anything here you know you mm-hmm. set your own boundaries we're just sort of like almost like financial counselors we're yeah. just here to have a yarn we want to get into your head a little bit because that makes a bit big difference in sorting out the solution and i've heard i've heard said um uh just be mindful of this though and she'll go You know when you've done something a little bit sort of that you know you maybe shouldn't have and you've ended up with some sort of injury or some sort of ailment and you have to go to the doctor and you're sort of questioning whether you should be completely open about how you found yourself in this predicament. Now, if you give the doctor a fucking dressed up story of why you are where you are with your particular problem, you're probably going to get the wrong diagnosis Mm. and you're probably going to get the wrong uh, treatment to sort it out. So if you guys are happy to be open with us, and we've seen it all, man. So, you know, yeah, yeah. I can't tell any stories on this podcast, but we've seen it all um, in life, I'm talking about. Yeah. Not just dealing with customers. And so... Um, it's a non-judgmental space. It's a non... Boom. <laughs> no, there That's it is. what it is. And, you know, like, we've got all sorts of things coming. You know, like, people look at me and go, oh, well, I spend a little bit of money on this. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, we've got to note it down. Why don't we just call it that, though? You know yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. so we just want to be in an open and honest space and, and, and people that you can trust because if they're holding back, man, it's not going to fucking work. No, nah, you can't.
0: work. Yeah, if there's something, sometimes I wonder with clients, I wonder if I should ask them if I'm helping them through business, I'll think, I wonder if I should ask them, what are you hiding from me?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, most people are probably hiding from you that they drink too much piss. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I like, and I bring that up because um, you know alcohol, it, it is something that if you're just enjoying a little bit too much, you know, you know you are, it is going to make making changes quite tough. Mm. Um, I, I decided to give away drinking piss eight years ago. I've not had a taken a drink since then. Yeah, um, you know, Sydney broke me, man.
0: <laughs> well that was
1: that was your job
0: in Sydney effectively, right? Was taking people out. Yeah. And and hospitality. Like I've seen and I've been to some of those lunches and stuff. Oh. And I think, fuck, I don't know how they do this. It's like, oh, you know, do you want look, do you want to come to this lunch on a Tuesday? And I'm like, whoa, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but then by the yeah, then they're like, Oh yeah, we had a lunch yesterday too. Oh, also on Sunday we hosted this person. Oh, on Saturday, I'm thinking, How do you do
1: that? You know? Yeah. It's um it's look, it's real fun in the beginning. Mm. Holy hell, it's like I've, you know, um, but the, yeah, way off topic here, but you just get all these problems happening. Like your health starts to fall away. You know your weight probably starts to grow. Um, you start making poor decisions yep. on getting from A to B, perhaps. Yeah. Um, can't be good mentally. Can't be good mentally. Relationships suffer. Oh look, here I am, divorced back in New Zealand, but I got married again actually. Well uh, done. A couple of weeks ago, got a, he, new, got a new wedding ring there. He's bounced. He's bounced back. <laughs> yeah. Good man. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So we'll talk to people. We'll go there. We'll go mm. there about substances because. You know there will be a there will be a reasonable chunk percentage of people in any workplace that are probably just coming to work a bit fucking dusty every day, mm. and they just don't know how to do it, how to get out of it, how to get out of that particular
0: yeah way. I heard that basically, as a percentage, um, alcohol will take between five to ten percent of every single person's career or aspirations and stuff, yep. and they'll just end up in that in that trap in that hole, and they'll keep going down there, and it's one in one in ten of us effectively. Yeah. But between one and twenty, one and ten, I mean that's a huge spread, but basically yeah, you know, that that is a lot of people when yeah when you when you think about it. But especially in New Zealand,
1: it's so wrap yeah. into it. Yeah, well it's a it's a culture thing and it and it look it reflects in our OECD productivity levels. Lowest yes. the lowest. And I just sit there and I go, I bet you it's because we drank heaps of piss.
0: Wow. I've never heard anyone talk about it like that, but it makes so much sense. I, I know myself, like I've got a wedding this weekend and I've got a day two. Every fucking wedding has a day two these yeah, days. Yeah. And of course like <laughs> I'm like, oh well, we're going to make the most of it Yeah. But I know, like, oh, in my head already I'm like, this is why I'm cr- like, doing so much work this week Because I know that come Monday I'm going to wake up and be like, oh right I've, Now yeah. I've got seven days to be completely clean It takes me about seven days to be back yep. at
1: peak Luke Yeah, 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 it does, 100% yeah. does I mean, I don't even drink, but I went away to a beach up with the boys And it was just late nights Yeah. And that's as close as I'll get Oh, if I have too many Red Bulls, I'll get a hangover <laughs> yeah. How
0: many Red Bulls are we talking?
1: Oh, when I first stopped drinking, I went to to a concert at the town hall and got fucked up, man, on seven or eight Red Bulls. (laughs) How many wings did you have? Oh, man, I was (laughs) (laughs) was loving it. I was headbanging. Yeah. Who were you watching? Uh, it was uh uh it was I can't remember what it's called but it was three bands uh the Angels was an Australian band yeah from the eighties and nineties maybe uh, uh My Sex another one I'm showing my age here yeah and Dragon
0: like a Dragon oh yeah. a bit of
1: Rain yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Dragon <laughs> okay at least I knew one of the three yeah <laughs> I took my she's my wife now but I took Kylie my uh, my new girlfriend at the time and I realized like everyone was in their black jeans and their black t-shirts and their fucking white hair yeah and then Kylie my younger wife yeah. Mm. She's like, man, this dude drinks a lot of Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, she was into it. She, yeah. yeah, she knew. Yeah. yeah, she knew. And, yeah, if she'd, if she'd met a few years earlier, if she'd met Trainwreck, Jerry. No chance.
0: Uh, no chance. Yeah, nah. wow. Yeah. Good result, mate. Hey, that's a good investment you've made in delaying gratification, getting off the, the booze, and you've ended up with uh, an amazing wife. Yeah, and a
1: life. I'll it's tell a you It's an investment what. into yourself, and then you end up getting rewarded. Man, it's unbelievable. My life changed. Like, it just it blew it out of the water. I reckon uh, like people say to me, Do you miss it, miss it or do you regret it? And I said, The only thing I regret, man, is not doing it 10 years earlier. Really? Well, I swear to God, if I'd done it 10 years e- earlier, you'd have a billionaire sitting over here talking back to you. Wow. Because I could just remember absolutely everything, which makes life easier. Mm. Yeah. yeah and what, what is your goal? Like, have you got a pretty big goal? Financial were, freedom. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And everyone's got their different definition of that, I'd imagine, right? Like you yeah. said earlier, it's about not having to worry. Correct. That is my that is my goal. So I'm I'm not I'm not into owning things. You know, I drive around in a Ford Ranger. Yeah, that uh, you just crashed in the car park downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Fuck, I'm changing I'm swapping it for a new leaf. Oopsies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, hopefully no, hopefully you, they're not listening. No, they won't.
0: Jeremy bowls into the car park, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to buff it out, Rob. Before <laughs> it gets to you, I'm going to buff it out. <laughs> and there's this big sort of uh, air conditioning unit overhanging one of our car parks, which is highly inconvenient. But anyway, the big Ford Ranger, I'm like, oh, you might want to just back that up slightly. mate. Yeah. Here I am. Bang, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> Good to see you again, mate. That's what I said. You've got just as much energy as me, if not more, I think. <laughs> mate, um, we'll, we'll wrap up. So... Do how is the best way for an employer uh, to get in touch or even I'd imagine there'll be employees thinking, wow, I didn't even know that, that employers did this. wonder if I could get this in front of my employer or what content could they send to their employer to get them thinking about this?
1: Okay, so superadvice.co.nz, uh, you can jump on our website and there's a, a myriad of ways to get in touch if you'd like to that way. Uh, you can also jump on all the platforms, you know, TikTok, Reels, Stories, yep. Facebook, we're there. Um, super Advice NZ, I believe it is. You can talk to us that way. Um, um, but yeah, just look, just if you're an employer, just reach out. Let's just have a chat. Uh, we've got some information that we can send through to you to have a look at. Uh, our process essentially is if you're an employer, you can reach out. Um, we will present to you the program. We'll send you some information to have a think about and we'll follow up with you to see if it's something you'd like to proceed with. Simple as that.
0: Do you have a like a minimum employee size or anything like that where? It makes it easier because I, I imagine this is pretty hard to. You couldn't mm. speak to a thousand. Well, I don't know how many employers there are in this country, but you
1: couldn't speak to every single one of them. Yeah. So, Not yet. so how the programs are priced? Uh, if we if we can, should we talk about that? Yeah, if you like to. Yeah. Yep. So how the programs priced is there is a minimum spend, yep. um, and that is up to one hundred employees, five grand a year plus GST. So she, she's she's easy to do, and the concept of the program is. We will talk to anyone who wants to talk to us, but we've learned that we can't force people in to talk to us because mm-hmm. it's a waste of everyone's time. So, so five grand uh, up to 100 people, and then... and, and it's total not, uh, well per employee no. <laughs> no. <but laughs> five grand total, yeah, yeah, for 100 employees, and there is a setup fee, a one-off at the beginning. So that yeah. usually p- potentially would be another five.: Yeah, uh, and that just, that just uh, lets us build the tech. And delivering T portals and things like that. Gets everyone on the portal. Um above that, uh, if there's more than one hundred employees, it's fifty dollars per person per annum plus GST. And okay. it equates, yeah, equates the same. And the reason we've got that five grand is, you know, um one one of my one of my mentors said to me, you know, look, you've got to put a bottom limit on it. Um it's mm. gotta be it's gotta be worth your while to make sure that you can commit and deliver the right um yeah. programme. One thing I've learnt
0: too is that like I, my default is always do everything for free because I want to help which is good and all good and well but people that don't pay don't pay attention and they're not they're not invested yeah and like i got a night school that people can work through for instance and that could easily be you know like a thousand dollars probably and, and I'd have to market it and sell it and blah 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 but really the point was to just make people pay something so that they hopefully work through it when I gave it away for free for ages what I did I did this to test it Heats people signed up, and you know, I go in and be like, "Okay, let's check the progress: zero percent, zero percent, zero percent, zero percent. Got the login. That was it. Two percent, five percent. You know, mm-hmm. every now and then, seventy-three percent. I'm like, oh, brilliant. You know, cool. And, and, but then when people actually are forced to transact for it to get access to it, the likelihood that they're working through it mm. increases. Yep. And yeah, I think yep, people 100%. need to understand that a little bit better. So even if your employer is paying for something for you, and you're thinking, "Well, I'm not paying anything," your employer could decide fuck, these guys don't actually care about this, Yep, I might take it away. And it might not even be about what you're doing, it could just be anything. So I think there's a, a mutual respect that people have to understand that an employer is probably thinking, okay, I could pay five grand for this or ten or whatever it turns out to be, um, but I've also got to convince my partner back home that, look, we're not going to be able to take that drawing or we're not going to be able to have that holiday because I'm actually going to invest it into my team. So if
1: you get these rewards in your employment, then show some gratitude towards them is probably yeah. my message. And it is a big part of our messaging when we stand up in our initial town hall meeting to introduce ourselves and in the programme and what your employer uh, is thinking by deploying this. A huge part of it. Nice. I mean, if an employer's going to stump up some of their return on investment on helping their employees be happier and sounder with money, they will get a benefit from it. It's a pretty cool thing. Mm. Uh, and that's why the program's delivered the way it is uh, like five grand Is not, not a lot You know um, And most pay monthly Right Yeah. And, five, and, and look The honest truth is We don't sign anyone up Into any agreement anyway If, if you're not getting The value out of it You can go It's no problem nice. We'll let you go And thank you For your business thus far So we're not going To lock anyone in Yeah uh, No one's left
0: 97% of businesses In New Zealand Don't have Like have under 20 staff Basically So Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of do you get some small employers coming saying, "Hey, like, is that? Can you help?" Them? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Look, the honest truth is, we, we've had some 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 micro yeah employers come through. Um, it's I'm sort of like you. It's I find it a little bit difficult to say no when I know the difference we can make to these people. Yeah. So, like, we just did one yesterday. I was charged a grand, but that's stopped now. No one's doing that anymore. <laughs> you did that as a favour for me. I did. Yeah. I did. I Thank did. you. And, and it was really good. And it yeah. was really good. And uh, I think, you know, like these boys come along and they brought, you know, the one guy brought his wife and um, it was fantastic. And it was a good opportunity to get the girls out there as mm. well, talking to people. But um, no. Nah, Maybe nah, we need to partner up, mate, with a few. I've actually thought about this. Like we could yeah. have a FOF,
0: like a finance of fitness once a year. Yeah. Where you come along. Yeah. And you can pay as an you know, as an individual and you can go and you can learn throughout the day Yeah. and maybe you stream it so it's basically like it always starts with budgeting, setting goals, thinking yeah. bigger and that it is possible in New Zealand to do well and then we theme it out from there. Right, do you want to go and learn about KiwiSaver or maybe you've got your KiwiSaver in order so you got to go over into Stream 2 mm. and you can learn about um, investing or it might be, right, you're actually, now there's a property focus so it might be how do you buy your first home or Stream yeah. 2 is how do you turn home 1 into home 2 and then have all those different themes and then by the end of the day everyone comes back together and it's basically like right now what's your plan for the next 90 days and the next 12 months get the fuck out of here see mm. you again in 12 months time fill yeah, up man. a whole fucking spark arena or something boom oh, <laughs> get some it. sponsors get Bruce
1: Springsteen in okay Bruce <laughs> <laughs> Bruce if you're listening what about Dragon the Angels yeah, and, uh, and Red Bull maybe <laughs> yeah and Red Bull there, there you yeah. go No, I'm, I'm keen for that because you know I was having a meeting with the CEO of a big insurance company Day is it? It might have been Monday, and, uh, and she's like, "Oh, you know, like, how, how's it all going at Super Advice? We hear great things." And I said, "And I remember, and it was true." And I said, "What we do is helping people and watching light bulbs go off. Mm. Fuck, it just makes you feel good. And if you can do a job that makes you feel good, it doesn't feel like a job." So I said, "The team is fucking humming, yeah, and uh, and and everyone's loving it." And uh, yeah, she she just turned around and said, "Do we have it?" And I'm like, no. She goes, we'll buy it. Brilliant. 400 staff. So how good? Yeah. So that was so it was super good. Well done, mate. But no, your idea. Yeah, man. Make it happen. Eh? Yeah. We'll fight over the microphone.
0: Hey. Yeah. Fuck. I was about to say.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to wrap this up, but I want to keep yarning. We
0: both do. Um, <laughs> how good is it to see more women in these uh, roles as well? I'd imagine you're bumping into so many CEOs yep. that are that are female and women and whatnot. And I think the cool thing is it empowers other women to realise like, oh, that's possible for me too.
1: It is. It is. I mean, Warren Buffett put it beautifully. He—he's documentary. It's worth a watch, man. This guy's fucking the goat mm. of all goats. He, and he's clocked delaying
0: gratification. eh? oh
1: <laughs> yeah, he's so rich because he lives to so long. He's yeah. like ninety-four or something now, and his yeah. partner's ninety-seven or something. But but Warren said that when he you know because he was born in fuck nineteen. Thirty-one, I think it was. Yeah, and he said um, his life changed because his father father was a, a stockbroker and a, and, a, um, and then became a, a a not a senator a congressman. Um, up on the hill there in Washington DC and and he, and he was uh, raised in a real Republican house and for the listeners that are not sure what a Republican house is that's like Donald Trump, we're all about business we're all about, uh, which is fine it's sort of like a, a hardcore national party like real yeah. hardcore, like gun-toting motherfucking national party Is it like Act Almost Or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just imagining David <laughs> Seymour um, but yeah, so so he said he was a Republican through and through, and his dad was, and he loved it, and it was all about the Republican way of doing things. And then he met his wife, and then she was really involved in the civil rights movement in the United States. And he said, that was a real thing that changed for me. He said, like, so civil rights, obviously we're talking about African Americans getting a fair chunk, you know. He said, Warren goes on to say that the, um, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution says that every man will be treated equal, and not the dark ones is three-quarter of a man. What a load mm. of bullshit. And then he said, that moved into my wife working for the woman's liberation movement, which sounds harsh, but it's basically we want a fair go too. Yeah. And he gets, he gets a fucking penny dropped. Warren never swears, though. No, no. A penny dropped. And, uh, and he goes, I just realised that we had had half of our talent on the sideline. Yeah,
0: it's quite a it? Yeah.
1: And so we unlocked that, and America boosts off again into another big period of prosperity. Um, so when you're meeting so I think women are sensational managers, bosses, because they go beyond the job, the job. They have a real emotional empathetic component in how they deal with people. Mm. Um yeah. So so I think I think it's a fantastic thing. Uh and, and you'll see a real change in business as more of it happens. Yeah. Buddy impressive. Mate,
0: thank you so much for your time. I feel like, well, after we hit record on this, I'm going to say we've got to do a couple more uh, and, and, and yeah. rip through some pods and talk about different topics. But being uh, awesome to hear about how disciplined and focused you've been on building out what you've been building out over the last six years as well. And I think we're going into a time where you're going to be needed more than ever and, and this type of content is. So it's been cool to see and explore the, the model that you've put together. Uh, again, if people do want to get in touch with Jeremy and his team, is it it's super-advice.co.nz? Or yeah. if you Google it, you should find if it, If right. you Google it, you should find or it. Or Instagram, for instance. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, or drop me a text. I'll give you my number. Do we do that? If you want to, mate. Yeah. So the number is, get your pens ready, 022-355-0730. Quickly, do you know what my first ever mobile phone number was? 021 666 six, six, 9 to 5 Really? The devil at work
0: Fuck <laughs> Are you serious? In the 90s man yeah Wow I would have got that number and binned it to- I'd have been like nah sorry This seems like <laughs> <laughs> you show me my future Good devil it- let me guess that was uh, that was paid for by one of the banks. That
1: was when they gave you your no. <laughs> they gave you that phone mobile M- number. No, that was the mid nineties. I was yeah. Uh, yeah, I was working for National Mutual Insurance Company down in down in Wellington. Wow, six, Yeah, six, and they six, just six, come out five. six 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 nine five. If I got back to New Zealand. I tried to get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, someone it. else had taken yeah. it. We yeah, we should yeah. ring it. Ring it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do
0: that on another pod, mate. Thank you again for coming in. Awesome to chat. Uh a little bit of Dr. Dre there. I like your uh your choice of uh <laughs> truth, yeah, mate. Yeah. So thanks again, mate. We'll uh, we'll we'll catch up in the future. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Still, and still taking my time to perfect the beat. And I still got love for the streets. It's the deep for the painters, all across the
1: world. Still hitting him counters in the low Still taking my time to perfect the